all the way through the week to a Thursday. Good to have you with us here on the radio. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK. All this week, we've been hearing from Hillary France, the public lands commissioner for the state of Washington, talking about this new plant that is going to be built right there by the Avista power plant at Kettle Falls. We've been hearing about this new project. Well, we talked with the Mino Carbon Corporation and their partners, Department of Natural Resources, working with uh, Mino. They also are have a, a contract with Avista. Today, we talked with the Mino Carbon CEO, Thor Kalistad. He explains how they came to develop this project just out of Kettle Falls. How it all started for us is Avista ran an RFP, their all-source 2022 RFP. It went out, anybody could have proposed on this. They were looking to contract additional power resources, and we submitted a proposal to do this project at their Kettle Falls generating station. We, Mino, our product is we build what we call a carbon removal facility. We're a three-year-old startup, and for us, it's all about climate change. We started the company to really have a material impact on climate change, and it's our sort of view on this that the only way you're really going to do something about climate change is it's got to be a profitable undertaking and it's got to make jobs and it's got to be well received in the communities that it operates in and there's no other way to really solve it is there's got to be shared benefits all around on the approach and it's something that really came into our approach of, of building the business and coming up with a business model of these carbon removal facilities and what it is that we do is we'll build this thing next to a vista's kettle falls generating station it'll literally be in their parking lot it's going to be integrated with the facility it's going to be about a 250 million dollar project quarter of a billion dollar project and what we'll do is we'll take in a lot of slash and residual biomass waste and be a wildfire risk mitigation. And in Hillary and DNR have been great with this. And, you know, the LOI that we just signed with them. And then Avista has been you know, terrific about it too, with their long running relationships up there, procuring feedstock for the power plant. That's a huge benefit for us in that we can safely count on securing the feedstock resources we need to run the CRF. And then and what the CRF does is it'll take in those feedstocks and we'll run it through two gasifiers. And then from that gasifier, it'll make two tangible products. First one is the biochar and the second one is a producer gas. And we will use that producer gas to generate steam, which will then send across the fence into the Kettle Falls generating station. And they'll use that steam to make about 18 megawatts of incremental electricity that'll power the community there and a lot of other you know, places on the grid. And then the biochar, we will sell that down to likely agricultural applications, you know, far along with a bunch of fertilizer companies, et cetera. It's got tremendous climate impacts to get it into the soil. And the third revenue stream that will have come out of the CRF is our carbon credits. And we're in discussion with a large corporation that we would sell those carbon credits to. Don't want to name them publicly you know, under NDA, but you know, a terrific, terrific 
corporate partner that will buy those carbon credits. So what the Vista winds up really getting out of it is they get a renewable source of baseload power and they pay us for the steam. They don't have to invest in the facility, so to speak. You know, that capital that go on the rate payers, et cetera. That's something that we fund. And then the business generates the returns necessary to uh, attract the capital from the three different revenue streams. You know, steam sales to Avista, carbon credit sales to our corporate buyer, and then biochar, which will go downstream into agricultural application, likely as a biochar enhanced fertilizer. You know, they're kind of focused on climate, looking to help decarbonize the ag sector also. That's really about the project. And the USDA has been a huge, huge supporter of this also. We're working through a big loan guarantee program with a lender of the USDA to help fund the facility and then a few other large investors coming in behind it. You know, everything is in place for this, except the Avista agreements. (laughs) And we'll get those Avista agreements signed here, you know, hopefully in the next few weeks. They've just been wonderful partners in just their regulator concerns and, you know, risk aversion stuff. But all the other pieces of the puzzle are there. And we'll get it there with Avista, too. Tomorrow, we're going to hear a little more from Thor. He's going to tell us Mino's long-term goals and some more have asked for information from Avista, but so far they have uh, not responded to the requests for information about this big new plant right adjacent to working with Avista at the uh, power plant out of Kettle Falls. You know the name Tempur-Pedic. If you have a bad back, you may already own one. The back pain relief is legendary. I have a secret for you. Tempur-Pedic mattress support system also provides a good night's sleep. You don't have to wait for a bad back. You can get a good night's sleep now. Don't take my word for it. Ask somebody who owns one. Come to Sandra's for a seven-minute test rest, and we'll change your life forever. Sandra's Furniture, downtown Colville. A former sheriff's deputy who was fired last year has been sentenced to prison for stalking his now ex-wife and repeatedly violating a no-contact order. The 50-year-old Michael Phipps pled guilty in Pierce County Superior Court to stalking, malicious mischief, three counts of violation of a no-contact order, and disclosing intimate images. The judge imposed a a two-and-a-half-year prison sentence. Phipps caused at least $50,000 in damages to the home he shared with his wife and texted her in violation of that protection order. Eyewitness testimony in the continuing trial of three Tacoma police officers charged with the death of Manuel Ellis. Well, rather stark contrast to the picture the officers' lawyers had painted about how the fatal struggle with the black man began. A witness, a Keon Lowry of Pierce County, He described his reaction to what he saw Tacoma police do as disbelief because he, well, what he saw, he believed the officers were in the wrong. The officers, Matthew Collins, Christopher Burbank, both white, 
They're charged with murder and manslaughter in the death of Ellis. This back March 3rd, 2020, the third officer, a Timothy Rankine, he's an Asian-American, he's charged with manslaughter. They have all pled not guilty. You need water? You need Fogel. Fogel Pump and Supply. From the ground up to the pump, from the pump to your faucet. Not enough water? Hydrofracturing may be the answer. Hydrofracturing opens water-producing veins to increase flow. Or maybe an underground holding tank, providing a consistent, ready source of water. Call the Fogel professionals or stop by their sales and service office on the North Highway. You need water? You need Fogel. Fogel Pump and Supply, the water professionals. Troy Dannon, he, well, he says he was really happy in New Orleans. The athletic program he took over at Tulane in 2015 was striving, especially a football program still basking at what was accomplished last year. But when the job as athletic director at the University of Washington came open, the thought of making a career-defining move entered his mind. Well, Danyan, he takes over at the University of Washington. That's at a time with major changes on the horizon for the university. Danon replacing Jen Cohen, who left in August to take the top position in the athletic department at Southern California. So a new director of athletics... Troy Dannon takes over at the University of Washington there in Seattle. The Chewila Cougar girls volleyball team, they improved their league record to 7-1, and one, just one game behind the league leader, Lind Ritzville-Sprague. They had a win over Northwest Christian Wednesday night. That match was heard on 92.1 KCRK. Chawila took the first two games, 25-23, 25-21, before dropping the next two, 25-12, 25-19. That forced a fifth game. The Cougars fell behind early but turned it all around, won the game 15-11 to win the match. The Lady Cougars, they'll be at home next Tuesday for senior night. That's when they'll be hosting Liberty. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Forget-Me-Not, 173 South Main, home of the Navajo Cowgirl Boutique, filled with western clothing, Judy Blue denim shoes and accessories, seasonal goods, candy, local souvenirs, home decor, lots of great gifts for any occasion, as well as scrapbook and stamping supplies. At Forget-Me-Not, open Monday through Friday, 10 till 5, Saturdays, 10 till 4. Mostly sunny skies. 61 the high this afternoon. It's going to be hovering right near frost levels again tonight. 35 the overnight low right here in the valley. 66 on Friday down to 35 overnight. Then a chance of rain Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, in fact, rain still likely all the way through Wednesday next week. High temperatures will be right around 60 with overnight lows in the mid-30s.
Forget-Me-Not. They offer greeting cards and helium balloons for all types of occasions. Get well, new baby, birthdays, things like that. You'll find them right downtown, 173 South Main. On a Thursday, thanks for joining us here on the radio. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK. Now, time for another Otis Advisory. Well, it seems that the gooey cheese in the mousetrap was bait coin the whole time. Billions washed away in the Bahamas while a bedwetting fake money king orders his Taylor Swift tickets, the ones that cost more than your car. Next comes the blood splatter analysis. And oh, look, it has bad donkey all over it. Seems Sam the Sham kicked over his bait bucket right there in the White House so everybody could get their whack. If you had a donkey in your pants, you got your share. But then, young Sam reimagined himself and asked, Does this look swollen to you? That's when he got too frisky with the help and lost his place in the pile, which took down the whole Baitcoin slaughterhouse. Who's sorry now? This stinks, said Joe, the head donkey. How did Hunter miss all this cash and let that lunatic fringe beat us to the Baitcoin bank? Now, if you're one who didn't know any better and bought into the bait bucket yourself, you probably lost the farm. But for everybody else, there's still time to dig that hole in the backyard. I've been telling you, and hide your stuff. Let's review what we've learned. There's a lot of free-range donkey party money in bait, and Congressman Lady Maxine California helps the oppressed to count it all. That's critical Otis theory. Copy that, thought Hunter, and we'll start all over. This is your Uncle Otis. I'll see you at the Peace March.